is up, everybody, and welcome back to DW Sports. I am your host, Will Feller, and after a few of these interview days have wrapped up, we're kind of moving back into the solo shows this week. For now, I'm looking to get a few more people on the show in the Hoosier Crossroads Conference soon, but today is a show all about the Indianapolis Colts, and I was going to talk a little bit about the Baker Mayfield trade to the Carolina Panthers. But honestly, there's really not much about it that the NFL world should care about. I really just think that it's going to be Mayfield and Darnold competing for a starting spot, and that's really the big, biggest significance there is in the trade because all the Browns gave up was a fifth-round pick. Fifth. So let's get right into it about the Indianapolis Colts. I haven't talked about them for a while because it took me a while to recover from the Colts loss. Y'all I'm telling you right now, I legit did not talk about the Colts after we lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars and missed the playoffs for a long time on the show. Because if you lose like that and you go out sad like that, it's hard to even talk about it because my heart is just shattered into pieces. And not only that, we had a chance a week before that, to go to the playoffs against the Raiders. If we beat the Raiders at home or the Jags on the road, we're in the playoffs, and we choked both times. Sad. But follow our social medias. Our Instagram and Twitter is at DWSports with two S's on the end. Our Snapchat and TikTok is at DW underscore sports. And our email is DWSportsShow at gmail.com if you have any questions. For all my Colts fans out here, this episode's for you. And for anybody else, hopefully you get some good insight on the Colts this year because we're slept on, man. We are a really slept on team. And I think that if we don't win the AFC South, like I kind of closed it out with last episode, that we just need to blow it up. And you'll hear my thoughts more on that when we come back. (sighs) I can't describe the feeling that I have towards these guys if they don't win the AFC South. Talking about that right when we come back, stay tuned. Follow our social medias during the break. Talk about Colts football and Baker Mayfield when we're back. And before I actually talk about the Colts, I really just want to get the Baker Mayfield subject out of the way because that is big NFL news. And there really hasn't been big NFL news, I should say, in a minute um, because it's kind of really died down now. The Super Bowl happened in February, and so we're in July. So it's been a long time since football season has actually came. A lot of people have gotten their contract situation settled I know Terry McLaurin did the other day and was returning back to the Washington Commanders. But Mayfield to the Carolina Panthers, what does this mean for the Panthers? I just think that it means overall the Panthers have a better quarterback room. I think that they're going to be one of those rare teams that do keep three quarterbacks on their roster when healthy. Like I remember the New York Jets last year had 
Mike White is their starter. And then um, Mike White got hurt in the game, and Josh, somebody had to come into the game, their third stringer. But that's because Zach Wilson was hurt, though. So teams usually don't carry three quarterbacks on the roster. However, I do think the Carolina Panthers will this year. I think that they'll carry Darnold, Baker Mayfield, and Matt Corral, the rookie out of Ole Miss, who I watch super close to Ole Miss. Be prepared for him to take snaps this year, man. If he lights it up in preseason, I honestly think that he can compete with Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield. The issue is you would think that Matt Corral would be just their third stringer by far because Darnold and Baker Mayfield were both top 10 draft picks, Baker Mayfield being number one, and they're both not good. Mayfield and Sam Darnold are number one and two for most interceptions thrown in the league since 2018. I believe, if I remember correctly, Baker Mayfield has 56 at number one. Sam Darnold has 52 at number two. So two horrendous quarterbacks. Now, I think that it was a fair deal for both teams, but if I had to say that somebody won the trade, I would have to say that it would be the Carolina Panthers, honestly, because Cleveland is probably not going to have Deshaun Watson taking snaps at quarterback. Deshaun Watson is in still in that scandal. He probably will be for a long time. And some people don't know if he'll ever even take a snap in the NFL again, a singular snap in football. So if that is the case, then Baker Mayfield would be the starter for the Browns. Problem is he's been so bad that the Browns has maybe shipped him off because they literally just didn't want him on their roster anymore. They, he was just stale in the locker room. They just wanted to get rid of him, get a fresh new start, whether that's Deshaun Watson or whether that's his backup. They shipped him off to Carolina. Clearly Robbie Anderson doesn't like the move because Robbie Anderson a while back, I think he was on Bleacher Report Gridiron that posted a post on Instagram Robbie Anderson said no when they're talking about Mayfield going to the Panthers. And look at how it is now, how the tables have turned. I honestly think Mayfield is going to get the start. I don't think that Baker Mayfield is as bad as some people say that he is. Hear me out. I feel like Baker Mayfield's kind of the Russell Westbrook of the NBA. Russell Westbrook turns the ball over a lot, and sometimes his shots – in the NBA are horrendous. They hit the side of the backboard. He airballs shots sometimes, and he turns the ball over a lot. But he's not as bad as people think. I heard that he was like a 72 overall in NBA 2K23. Like, that's just ridiculous. He needs to be at least an 83, 84, in my opinion, but not a 72. 72 overall in 2K, they don't play. They're not even in the rotation. So that's just ridiculous for Westbrook to be that. If that even... It's true. I don't know if that even is true or not, but if it is, that's ridiculous. And I feel like Mayfield is kind of that in a sense where he's not as bad as people say. People just like to clown him because of his decision-making. Sometimes he throws picks, but he's still a number one overall draft choice. And he, I don't think he's the worst starting quarterback in the league. I mean, I really don't. Um, the commanders have Carson Wentz. Is Carson Wentz better than Baker Mayfield? 
I don't know, as a Colts fan, his, his reading the field is so bad, and his decision-making is horrendous. Carson Wentz can't read the field to save his life, and whenever he gets in trouble, he'll just throw it up and expect somebody to catch it. And that's not going to work. It's just not going to work. Taylor Heineke, if he started a few, he did start for the commanders a few years ago. I felt like that Baker Mayfield was more talented than him. So there are some quarterbacks in the league that I think are worse than Baker Mayfield. Drew Locke, I think, is probably worse than Baker Mayfield. But he's just not as bad as people think. And getting a conditional fifth-round pick for him is not a bad deal for either team. I think that Mayfield and Darnold will be starting for the one spot all throughout the summer and probably all throughout preseason. There probably won't be a decision until week one, but I think Baker Mayfield will get it. As far as the Colts go this season, I think that our first two games, we should start off 2-0 and and we should go 2-0 and in the AFC South. We play at Houston and then we play Jacksonville at home. So, actually, no, I'm sorry. We play at Houston and at Jacksonville because Kansas City is our season opener. My bad. If we don't start 2-0 this year, I don't know what to think anymore with these guys. I have put all my hope into the Indianapolis Colts week in and week out. Last season, I thought there was a 1,000% chance we were going to make the playoffs, but guess what? We didn't. I thought there was going to be a chance we beat the Buffalo Bills with Phillip Rivers Guess what? We didn't. I thought we were going to win a Super Bowl with Andrew Luck as our starting quarterback. Guess what? We didn't. So I feel like we just always underachieve. We got a former defensive player of the year on our defense now, along with Quentin Nelson, along with DeForest Buckner, along with Yannick Ngakwe, Stefan Gilmore. And he has not been as productive I've seen in the past few years as he was with with New England, but I really don't think that should be too much of a problem. I think that Stephon Gilmore is still a shutdown corner. He's still way better than what our number two corner would be without him. Kenny Moore plays in the slot, so I guess our number one outside corner maybe Isaiah Rogers. Isaiah Rogers will play the other outside corner, I believe. Stephon Gilmore first outside corner, most likely on their best player at all times. And Kenny Moore, I wouldn't mind if he's on the opposing team's best receiver at all times as well, just because he's a great tackler as well as an underrated coverage guy. Kenny Moore, he's good in coverage, but he's not, he's not a shutdown corner like Gilmore is. Stephon Gilmore, I describe as literally shut down. Like, you're not going to get a route past this dude. He's deflecting the pass. He's going to pick off your pass. And the only issue with him now is that he's getting older. He's, he's getting older. His speed's going to go down a little bit. His athleticism is going to go down a little bit. All we need is a few good years out of him. If we get a few good years out of him, that's fine. Well, our young corners will develop, right? I mean, Rocky Scene's gone to, to the Raiders now, but he was just garbage. He did some things that were just garbage. So not really much of a surprise that he's even gone, but am I mad that he's gone? Not necessarily because we got Stephon Gilmore out of it. Offensively, Matt Ryan, I think, is an upgrade from Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz 
is just, like I said earlier, just a horrible field general. The only thing that Wentz will have is that he has his mobility a little bit better, and he's more athletic than Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's going to either three-step drop or five-step drop, and then he's launching that thing. Um, he's not going to roll out of the pocket and throw it away too much. But he could check it down, which is why I like why we signed Philip Lindsay, because Naeem Hines can be our, our number one receiving back slash slot receiver. If we want to put him in the slot receiver, I even think that'll be fun. I, I wouldn't mind that at all. And then Jonathan Taylor is obviously our number one rushing back, clearly. Then Philip Lindsay can become our number two rushing back. And Philip Lindsay was a decent fantasy player and running back for the Broncos a few years back. I had him in fantasy, y'all. He was fine. He's just, again, injuries and getting older. You know, fo football, you regress way faster than you do basketball because of the impact it has on your body. The NBA is physical, but the NFL is a whole different level. You have guys that come out of the NFL that are literally psychotic because they have CTE because of them hitting each other in the heads too much. That's what the NFL can do to some people. While the NBA has, has never done that before because they don't hit each other like that, although they are still physical, you get what I mean. The Colts honestly should go five and one in our division. I think we should go five and one in our division. There's no reason to lose to Houston. There's no reason to lose to Jacksonville. You should beat Houston and Jacksonville two times each. There's four and oh in the division. You split with Tennessee. There's five and one. I don't think that's unreasonable to ask for the Colts. Tennessee lost A.J. Brown. Tannehill is really not that phenomenal of a quarterback, and their defense got a little worse this year. Derrick Henry has the capability of carrying teams on his back in order to win football games, but I think that our defense is good enough. Our front seven is good enough to stop that. You know what I mean? When you got Buckner and Yannick Ngakwe and it develops Quiddy Pay, Darius Leonard all rushing to tackle you, then it's wraps. And I know, I know people all the time say, well, that's the key to shut down the Titans run game and you're going to win. But that doesn't really happen that often. Great players find a way to impact the game, whether or not it involves them. So Derrick Henry is going to, find a way to impact the game, whether that's his rushing yards, his rushing touchdowns, his pass blocking for Ryan Tannehill in the pocket, whatever it needs to be. Derrick Henry is a great player, and he's going to find a way to impact the game in a positive way for the Tennessee Titans. I do think we'll drop a game to them. Honestly, I, I do think we will. Um, I think that we're going to go 11-5, and five, to be honest. I think we're going to lose to Kansas City. I think we're going to lose to Tennessee once. I think we're going to lose to L.A. And then, hold on, let me check my the two other losses I, I wrote down for us because there are two more that I thought that we were going to drop, but I can't remember off the top of my head. Okay, at New England was one, and at Dallas was the other one. We never play good in Foxborough. Never. I don't care how good our team is. We will never play good in Foxborough. Every single Colts at Patriots game I've been alive for, I seriously don't think I can remember one that we've won. 
with Andrew Luck, with Peyton Manning, whoever, I don't think I've ever seen. And if there was one, I don't remember it because I remember a lot of Colts games and I don't remember us ever beating the Patriots at Foxborough in my lifetime, or at least when I started watching Colts football. And then at Dallas, Dallas is just a good team. I just think that Dallas will kill us on offense. It's on Sunday night football. Dallas's offense has a really, really good passing and rushing attack, both. Dallas has a really good passing and rushing attack. So if you get Indianapolis on their heels, I do think that the Cowboys will capitalize on, and I do think that the Colts will drop one to the Dallas Cowboys. And I'm saying this as a Colts fan. AT&T Stadium is a tough place to play in. I think that the Colts will be one of the hottest teams in the NFL going into the Dallas Cowboys game. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if we get blown out. There's always a game in a season where the team you like gets blown out and the team you like blows out another team. There's also a game or games where you're, the team that you like wins a close game, the team that you like loses a close game, or a heart slash heartbreaker, either one, either one you want to call it. I guess they're different because a heartbreaker can be like a pick six with time expiring and you guys and your team that you like loses. A close game can just be, you know, a two-minute drill that doesn't work out at the end of the game. You know what I mean? But each team has at least one of those games in a season. I think that if I were to predict a game that the Colts get blown out, I think it's going to be at Dallas. Only reason I don't say at Foxborough, I think that's going to be like a 14-point game, I would imagine. I wouldn't be surprised if we lost like 35 to 21 or something. But with Dallas, they're going to put points on us. And I think that Dallas will honestly just blow us through the roof. I think they'll put us – put up 40 plus points and I think that they'll hold the Colts to under 28. My my final score prediction for at Dallas is we lose 45 to 21 is my final score prediction. It's just I've watched so much Colts football and I've studied so much Colts football to know what's happening. And guess what? The thing about the Colts too if we win a game like that, so say we do win at Foxborough or say we do win in Arlington, right, and we beat the Patriots on the road and the Cowboys on the road or one or the other, it'll always even out. If we win at Gillette Stadium, we'll lose at Jacksonville. If we lose at Gillette Stadium, win at Dallas, we'll lose Houston at home. You know, it's just – it'll always even out for the Colts. And if we lose a game that we're not supposed to – if we lose a game that we're not supposed to lose or we're supposed to win, we'll win a game that we're not supposed to win. For example, if we lose at Jacksonville this year, we're probably going to win the Chiefs game. Just saying. If we lose against the Texans and the Jags, we'll probably win against the Chargers, the Cowboys, you know – the Chargers and the Chiefs, the Chiefs and the Patriots, you know, it'll always even out. And that's one thing about the Indianapolis Colts that I've always, always remembered. They just can't, 
really get hot for too long without blowing something. We'll win five games in a row, but then the next game, our starting quarterback will throw three picks. Jonathan Taylor will run for 50 yards. We'll have five players injured, and we'll lose the next four in a row. It's just the same crap, different year with these boys. And if we don't win the AFC South, I might be on a hunt for a different NFL team. Am I being serious when I say that? Absolutely not. No, I'll always be a Colts fan for life. Nobody will ever drag me away from being a Colts fan, no matter where I live. If it's in a different country, different state, different city, I don't care. I will always be a Colts fan. I'll always be a Pacer fan. I will always be an IU Hoosier fan. But, man, they make me mad sometimes. I mean, if they don't win the South, I have lost all hope for the Colts. If the Indianapolis Colts do not win the AFC South, I have lost all hope for the Indianapolis Colts. Five and one in the division is my record prediction in the AFC South. And honestly, you got the NFC East. You should win three of those games. You should easily beat the Commanders. You should easily beat the Giants. Eagles are better than people think, but I honestly think we should beat the Eagles. I don't think they're as well-rounded as the Colts are. And then you can lose to the Cowboys. Or if you beat the Cowboys, then you can lose to the Eagles, and that's fine too. You know, five losses in total. 11-5. and I think that we're the four seed, and we will play the five seed in the wild card, super wild card round, I guess, what it is now. And my guess is that we'll play somebody from the AFC North. So I'm assuming we'll probably either play the Ravens or the Bengals. Actually, no, I take that back. We'll probably play somebody from the AFC West. So we'll probably either play – my guess is we'll either play the Chargers or the Chiefs at home. Please don't be the Chargers. Please do not be the Chargers. We always lose to the Chargers in the playoffs. Always. Like, it's not even funny. We literally have always lost to them in the playoffs. But those are my thoughts on the Colts overall. You're looking at a huge Colts fan who – it will literally do anything in order to make the Colts better. Do I have a say in making them better? No. Do I have a voice? Yeah. Is my voice going to be heard? Most likely not. But for the Colts nation and for the fans, I do think that we go 11 and five. I do think we win the AFC South. And if we don't, we've got some serious issues, but that's multiple weeks away. That's like 30 plus weeks away. If I'm correct. 30, that's probably a little much. 17 weeks on this. I don't even know. I'm not going to do the math. But thank you guys for tuning into this episode. I appreciate each and every one of you coming out to listen. Interview day coming soon. Like I said, I don't know when, but it will be coming soon. Three out of eight HCC schools down. The only schools we got left is Avon, HSE, Westfield, Franklin Central, Zionsville. Stay tuned, baby. Peace out. I'm your host, Will Feller. You're listening to my show. 
about Baker Mayfield trade and the Indianapolis Colts season so far. Hope you guys enjoyed. Follow our social medias. Retweet my clips that I post on Twitter. Give me more attention, man. And from my Instagram, post them on your IG story. People are going to want to hear my opinion. Trust me. See you guys.